Hey everyone, welcome to 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff. Episode 18 is the flavor of the week, and we're here uh, again with Jeff and Andy and myself, so we're all back as normal. Uh, before we get into this week's episode, though, uh, I want to invite you to, don't forget, to go back and check out last week's podcast, Rewind, a special edition where we basically decided that Andy gives fantastic marital advice, but channels them through Jeff for complete deniability. Jeff has a fantastic singing voice and isn't all that interested in holding my gum during the podcast, and that I have uh, some serious struggles on about a third of our episodes to say welcome to 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff. I so, must go back and listen I, to I, this. <laughs> oh, I, I would listen to it, and I thought, I am never going to say anything outside of the recording again, because everything is there to incriminate you. It is. Yeah. It is. So don't forget to go check that out. It was a uh, it was a humorous podcast, and I had two people come up and ask me, that was an odd idea for a podcast. And so, but, you know, obviously we're not afraid to poke a little fun at ourselves and in the process of, you know, trying to dig deeper here each week. But you may wonder, what was the value in that? And I would point you to an email received this week from longtime member here at Florida Hospital Church and podcast aficionado, Connie Schneider. It reads, Randy, loved the episode. Listened to it while sitting in my dentist chair. Since I left my earbuds in the car, they said to go ahead and play it on speaker. Both dentist and tech said it sounded like I have a really fun church. The dental tech just moved here a month ago, so I invited her to church. Who would have known that the bloopers podcast could be a witnessing tool? God works in mysterious ways. <laughs> well, we're, so, glad, we're glad we can be fools for Christ. That's it. Exactly. So thank you, Connie, for email and uh, for sharing it with us, uh, even by accident or not if you believe in God's mysterious ways. It was no accident. But if you haven't invited someone to the podcast yet, please take a moment, press pause on your device right now and use the share feature from whichever platform you're listening on and take the opportunity to follow up. Invite a friend, neighbor, coworker to join you at church some week. Even uh, maybe join the family here at Florida Hospital Church. An invitation to join uh, the church is why I'm sitting behind this microphone today. So you can find and share all of our episodes with anyone you'd like on our Spreaker channel by going to hospitalchurch.org slash podcast, using the mobile apps for Apple and Android, also on iTunes, so please subscribe. That way you're not going to miss an episode. You can share Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're all there. You can find that on the church website. And text us your thoughts at 407-965-1607 or email podcast at hospitalchurch.org. All of that flows nicely into this, week, this week's message by Andy proclaiming Jubilee and being engaged with our community and the world. So, freedom, real versus perceived, Physical versus spiritual, slavery, forced labor, lots of fun topics. Yeah, was, lots of fun yeah, topics. It's a cheery week. sort of a light week. <laughs> yeah, as opposed to the blooper reel last week. Oh, right. Uh, so now it's back down yeah. to the to the real meat of the well, matter. It's, it's really interesting. We were talking about the service afterwards with my wife and I, and, and she said, you know, the, the message was good. She said, just, just those kind of messages really frustrate me because – the problem is so huge. I mean, 45 million slaves in the world yeah, is a pretty right. big problem. And so you, you get sort of overwhelmed with, well, what, what in the world can I do? And she said, you know, it makes you want to go home and just sell everything and move to India and see if you can help because so many of the slaves are actually in India. Um, but, but I said, well, you know, there are – I think part of the reason we feel sort of frustrated by the bigness of some of those problems is maybe we've discounted prayer. Uh, IJM, uh, International Justice Mission, strongly believes that they do what they do and accomplish what they are able to accomplish 
because their ministry is bathed in prayer. And sometimes we think about, well, I can't do anything but pray, and that sounds like I'm, you know, I'm not doing enough. And yet, there's something about giving prayer support that is mysterious and beyond our comprehension, really, and how that all works. How do we change that mindset, though? Because when even <laughs> even as you said it, yeah. what you said, I was like, well, that's kind of trivial. You know, we're yeah. just gonna, <laughs> well, I, you know, are you praying about it? When in actuality, maybe we need to be looking at that really. So we're going to talk to the God of the universe who can accomplish <laughs> anything as all powerful and omniscient. But maybe that's not significant. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it was. It, it, it actually struck me because it's funny because after I heard him say. And I, this was the piece that I, I walked away with still trying to get a grip on because normally I, I'm not going to go down this road too far because, but a lot of times Andy will never say, don't give money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't mind receiving most all gifts. Right? Well, from the standpoint of, you know, giving, it makes, and, the, church it, it makes the church work. Exactly. I'm not going to go down that road. It's a good road. It's, we have very generous people in our church, but when you said, when you said, Andy, um, you you're know, if you're pray. not going to pray, don't give the money because, and that's a really big statement because, and, and I got to thinking, I'm thinking, wow, that's true. Our money will work really, really well, but God is going to work far more than, than, than whatever amount of money we give because money is not going to just be the thing that solves this issue. Right. And, and also because oftentimes I think in, in the Western world here mm-hmm. where we have, Abundant resources. Sure. But sometimes giving money um, is is our way of getting out of something yeah. versus getting into it. We mm-hmm. think, oh, I'll, you know, I'll, sacrifice, I'll sacrifice some money as if we're going to really change our lifestyle to give the money. Right. You know, and <laughs> and, uh, and and really want to tie up the, the whole spiritual aspect. Yes, give a gift and pray about how that gift is used and pray for the ministries that are going on to help bring justice and freedom to 45 million people in forced labor of some kind of slavery around the world. Well, I didn't, I didn't really know what to – I mean, I knew what to do with it. I mean, you pray, but I was thinking, how, how do you – even something to, something tangible that you mm-hmm. could pray. And then later on, I kind of thought about, well, what about the story, the the two loaves and five fishes, or right. was it five loaves, two fishes, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, but essentially, you know, you bless that you know, the prayer over the, over that food and it becomes this abundance that no one could have possibly, I mean, the, the disciples are going, wait, what? Can't you just send him home? There's no way we have time for all this. Or where are we going to go to buy food for this many people? And, uh, and Jesus was just like, I've got this. Well, we opened the service uh, this week with uh, a video with, about Sabrina and Tom's experience going to the global prayer gathering in Washington, D.C. that International Justice Mission has on an annual basis. And, and but part of the purpose of doing that was to recognize, wow, that there's a whole two-day conference where you go there and it's a you go there to pray and it's yeah. really when I remember the, when, when we were going for the first time there as like what how, how are we going to pray for two days you know <laughs> and and uh, but it was really interesting the a room set up that here is the ministries that's going on in Cambodia about uh, the sex industry for under for minor children and and we're praying specifically. For this city and these workers that are doing this work to see this end end, and so it really it really begins to have a focus thing. You're praying about this forced labor and these brick kilns and this town in India that's part of this community. And the guy that's 
works with them is there in the room to give you answers to questions about that. And so it just really can it can be a a very concretized kind of prayer as well. You're praying something Direct and specific. For, for specifics as well. So I think I think we can pray for the overall support. We can also pray very specifically for people that are in that are especially praying. I think for the frontline workers who are having to fight bad laws or in, injustice of of corrupt uh, government possibly. It's just really a complex problems that need lots and lots of, of prayer. Yeah. That's for yeah. sure. Well, the second, the other part that kind of struck me was. This really fits into – I mean when we're, we're talking about what it means to be an authentic follower of Christ, you mentioned that a couple times in the message. And maybe even more specifically, how does that affect us as a local church full of authentic followers of Christ? And then that kind of goes into Vision 2018, right? right. I mean this is exactly what we're talking about is – this Yay. is all up. This is all. Yay, Randy. Good connection. Uh, yeah, you know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it, we just would rather talk about serving people than serve them. Right. I mean, it's just, you know, to get a bunch of friends together, sort of like, like-minded, sort of think the same. We, we might discuss some other things, too. But then we talk about how it's important to serve our community. And then we all go home and have lunch and come back the next week and talk about how important it is to serve people versus actually – Getting up out of our seats, leaving our sofas, you know, putting our agendas on hold and actually going and serving people. And I really think that the heart of this message from a standpoint of activating us as a congregation is stop talking about stuff and start doing Doing something. I mean, there's there's no shame in discussion. But if right. it never leads us to action, then we're really just sort of spinning our wheels. And that that whole that whole authentic Christian life is has more to do with with doing something, being a good Samaritan, that does with talking about the good Samaritan. <laughs> yeah, I like that you had uh, what was it, James two uh, fifteen and sixteen, which essentially says, "Don't name the problem and then do nothing to remedy it <laughs> with whatever resources that you have." Right. So that could look different for each of us you know, within the church and in this church community, essentially. There's one of my favorite quotations where it says that the, the only way to grow in grace is to be doing the very work that Christ has enjoined upon us to do, mm. to help those who it's within our ability to help. So right. it's not helping everybody everywhere with everything. We, we can't do that. But, but there are people, certainly in our path, that we can effect change and we can help them. And that's the way we grow. When we give up ourselves to be able to help another person, then, then our spirituality grows, our connection with God goes, it gives us something to pray about, we go study scripture about it. Yeah, I think that's the part. A lot of times people will go through, this seems like such a, a distant problem. I can't, you know, you showed the, the story of the young man, I uh, can't remember his Kumar. name. Kumar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it, uh, wow, what a, what a blessing that mm-hmm. was. But, you know, he's, he's in India. Yeah. And, um, and yet, there's times when, you know, you say, well, I need to be discerning because I do see injustices around even in my community and so forth. But, you know, how how can I discern what injustices are? Because everything has a little tag, something that's connected to it, you know, these, these different things. So I think prayer, again, is that prayer. I think that's the pr- part of the prayer that we pray is not just for those people who are being uh, abused and uh, in a sense, trafficked mm-hmm. uh, in other countries, but pray for those things that are right around me that sometimes I'm oblivious to. Sure, that um, that I'm that are right in my path many times, and I walk right on by. Well, I was talking after the service. You know, the, the reality is is that um, that my friend who is black male 
mm-hmm. um, and I could both be leaving church going home. And if I get stopped by the police, I don't <laughs> think anything about it. I get my license out. <laughs> I sort of laugh at the guy. You know, hey, what was I doing? Was I speeding? You know, I, I'm not. I'm not terrified. I'm not worried. And his experience is totally different. Completely different. Totally yeah. different. Um, because now it, everything's on edge, and so. How do we speak into that kind of an injustice? That's just not, it's not just that, that right. those experiences could be that differently. I, I've never been profiled in a, in a uh, shopping store somewhere, you know, been watched by somebody because I, that they worried about me taking something. And yet I have friends who are just as educated and Christian and God fearing as I am who have that experience. And that's not just. And, and then it gets into really little social pieces too and stories that are told and jokes that are shared. How do right. how do we advocate for justice in, in those situations without you know without being obnoxious, uh, but but at the same time yeah. speaking up and being willing to risk <clears throat> risk a little bit of our being accepted and our being okay because we're speaking up for those who are being treated unjustly. Right. Well, part of that too comes into where do we find out or where do we feel like our spiritual gifts are. Where if you can, you know, kind of coordinate that with or find a, like you said, a piece of that puzzle that needs some speaking into or just some awareness or even just uplifting someone that you see is going through something that you may not really have a whole idea. Sometimes I think we we feel like we have to have all the answers. If I'm going to yeah. talk to Andy because <laughs> Andy's, you know, being persecuted about this, I don't know that I necessarily need to have the answers. But if at least I'm on your side and then we can have a dialogue about it, that right. might be the first part in figuring something yeah. out. Or think, using resources I might have. I think advocacy even, uh, we, don't, uh, we don't really, uh, we don't calculate the advantage that that has, not just in terms, I mean, um, there's, a, there's an opportunity for many of us when we see some, something happening, whether it's a handicapped person or whether it's a, a person who is uh, going through a rough time. Sometimes, or a child being or, mistreated in the grocery store. I mean, yes. it, can be, it, it can be anything, you know. Anything, yeah, it could be anything. And where we can speak up and find ourselves um, maybe not even solving the issue because advocacy Mm-mm. happens in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And to know that as a, as a person, I'm, I walk along. The, the Good Samaritan story is one that pops up all the time. Here's this person who was naturally in my culture known as my enemy, and yet – went to this store owner and or this this um innkeeper, innkeeper yeah. and the innkeeper he said take care of this guy for me and i'm coming back to check on him and that that's a huge piece that that we involve ourselves and and there's more than just the sol- solution of the problem it's the fact that someone actually is caring for me and many times if it's um, andy talked about you know uh, the way in which things are looked at right now between um, cultures and even now race, and to think that somebody from a different, you know, from, who I, who is viewed upon as different is now on my side. There's right. that advocacy mm-hmm. that that's powerful, and it's very, very real for many people that we don't even understand. I don't want yeah. I don't want to discount the whole giving aspect either. Before <laughs> make sure make sure I come back to that. <laughs> you know me. Um, but but I mean, you think about for, you can be an international justice ministry's freedom partner for twenty four dollars or more a month, 
And you think, well, okay, what's $24 a month? I mean, it's less than a dollar a yeah. day. I mean, it's, it's a decent meal out to eat for one person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's really not a huge thing. And yet anybody can uh, – not anybody – Many, many, many of our congregation could choose to go online, ijem.org slash FP for Faith Partners, I mean Freedom Partners, and sign up to do $24 a month. And it, it's like, well, what difference can that make? But if, you're, if it means that if enough people do that, there is another worker in another city laboring on a daily basis to create freedom for a group of people who are enslaved in some way, yeah, it's pretty big. That is big. We're in a GoFundMe yeah, type right. of culture mm-hmm. right now. I mean, the the things that people will spend money on GoFundMe for. Yeah. I mean, there are some crazy <laughs> campaigns out there. So, I think that you know, IJM, we could all get behind that. That twenty four dollars a month could really make a difference. Yeah. And there's and really one of the reasons I was willing to to talk about IJM as part of the message this week is because they've proven themselves. They have right. they have a track record. They have a history. They are very careful to 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 very fairly treat their employees. Uh, they won't let the frontline worker work too long on the front line without having some respite care. They're just uh, they're they open their corporate offices every day, and for the first thirty minutes, you signed in for work, and now you're supposed to sit at your desk and enjoy your, some time of prayer before you begin your day. Mm-hmm. It's nice. just, it's just they've got they've got a history of of doing this work in some really dangerous and hard places that have made a difference and changed the world. That's amazing. Well, as we wrap it up, we're rolling out of time quickly here. Uh, I want to leave you today with Andy's challenge to avoid the one thing that an authentic follower of Christ won't do. Just talk, just discuss, basically just shake their head and walk away unengaged and unchanged. We'd love to hear what you individually or as a family possibly are doing, have done, or will do, planning to, after hearing this week's message to impact your community either here locally uh, abroad, IJM, uh, what uh, what changes have you made or are you planning on making because of what we're talking about? And we'd like to keep that discussion going. You can text your stories or ideas for ways that we can become more involved, uh, 407-965-1607 or email podcast at hospitalchurch.org. And if you missed Andy's message, there was some videos that were referenced here in the podcast that were super powerful. I would uh, totally encourage you to go and check that out, hospitalchurch.org. Click on the sermons and then archives. You can uh, go back and watch that. Yeah. And if the videos are not in the archives, the transcript of the message has the video links. And they, do they can actually go to. Okay, yeah. you can do that too. Same sermons link can be used if you'd like to join us live each week online at 9.30 and 12. Those are Eastern Standard. And if you're local, join us in person for either of those, 9.30 or 12. And uh, you can find a Bible study in the middle at 10.45. Next week... What's happening next week? We pick up the Ecclesiastes series and better to attend a funeral than a party. Better to attend a funeral than a party. And that's you? (laughs) Yes, me. So it'll be Andy? Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verses 1 through 14. Well, if it's Andy, you won't want to miss that. So plan on joining us in person, online, and of course here on the podcast for episode 19. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week.